Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. And Brother Matt, I appreciate the opportunity uh, to share this morning. Um, as I, in a text message back and forth with him uh, this week, I didn't realize he was going to be here until he told me that. Uh, when I was asked to speak, um, that was left out of the of the message. And I was like, whenever he told me, I was like, ooh, I don't think I've ever spoken somewhere with the pastor sitting there, uh, which is a different dynamic. So I, I, if you remember, and you probably do remember, but it was probably just that bad. I spoke here a few years ago uh, whenever Chuck Knowlton was uh, still leading the music here. And, um, and I always am, am pleased sometimes, most of the time I'm pleased, I guess, when I'm invited back somewhere. So at least you allow me to come back at least one more time. Uh, to share what God has on my heart uh, this morning. But I do want to uh, also say uh, thank you for your support of Stitch Ministries. Um, I've been off for a week or so as well with the end of the year stuff, traveling back to Georgia and Florida to see our family as well. And, and um, it's, uh, it's always good to, to, be, to see family, but it's always good to be back home to where you call home. But, uh, so I don't know the latest of what's going on there at Stitch Ministries necessarily on the ground. But I do know that no news is good news, and uh, God continues to do great things there on our campus there, uh, just a few miles away in Pettis. Uh, but just a couple of things I want to share with you that you may not know about, just a, as a quick update of some things going on at Stitch Ministries, but we have acquired a new campus in Yoakum. You probably may have heard of Blue Bonnet Youth Ranch. Uh, we have now acquired that campus through a partnership with Blue Bonnet Youth Ranch and are operating our Homes for Families ministry out of that campus, which is also in Goliad. So that's just some, that's a quick little update on some things that God is doing there. We entered into that partnership in July, and uh, it's really going very well, and we're looking forward to what God's going to do in the months and years to come through serving single moms and their children now in Yoakum as well. So just I'd invite you to pray for us as we uh, continue down that road. But God has blessed me through all of our ministry. We have nine ministries, and uh, he's blessing in, in each of those just uh, obviously have to come back another time to share with you uh, all that God is doing specifically in those ministries but I do invite you to pray with us and pray for us and even come and be a part of what we're doing I think I saw in the bulletin that there's a an interest meeting uh, to the Dominican Republic uh, coming up and I'm assuming that's for stitch ministry I know that y'all have a, a rich history going to the DR I'm actually going there next Friday uh, on a vision trip with, with several folks and looking forward to kind of being back in the country and praying that I don't get COVID and not be able to come back home. So uh, that's one of the rules. As you probably are aware, if you have COVID while you're overseas, you can't come back. But so far, no one has had that problem that's been on, our, on one of our trips. So we're praying that, that we continue to be safe in that way. This morning, I just want to share briefly with you, again, what God's put on my heart. It's something that I've been reflecting on personally, and, um, and that is making sure that, that I know what my purpose is in life. When you, when you go into a new year, it's something that we do at, at work, and obviously, personally, we need to start personally looking at, so how was last year, how, was, how did things go, but also looking at, so God, what do you have in store for me coming up? Uh, in this new year. Obviously, we're already on day two. It'll be day 365 before we know it, and we don't want to miss an opportunity that God lays before us to be able to do his work. So here's some just some challenges that I think that, not challenges, but I want to challenge you and some things that, 
that we can do to make sure that we're in God's purpose and that knowing what the purpose that he has for our lives. Rick Warren, the author of Purpose Driven Life, says, without God, life has no purpose. And without purpose, life has no meaning. Without meaning, life has no significance or hope. So think about your purpose today. Think about what you've done for the last year, the last so many years of your life. And think about what's happened in your life. Obviously, we all have challenges that we go through. We all have different things that happen to us each and every day that affect our purpose and that affect the way we're able to do things. But with God on our side and with God in our lives, we can achieve anything that he asks us to do. So the first thing I want to talk to you about today is, is, is knowing that God has a plan for your life. And that's sometimes hard to put a, a grasp on, is knowing that God has already arranged this plan for your life to do what you need to do. Because sometimes, I, I know personally, even though I'm, I've been a Christian since I was seven, I'm, I'm a preacher's kid, I, I couldn't run from God because I was, a, I was surrounded by him all the time from the standpoint of being in a pastor's home. So I, I've always heard scripture, I've always heard things always lived that life of knowing who God is so I don't know what it's like on the outside so to speak I don't know what it's like to to uh, to, to not have heard of God until a certain time in my life I, I, that's all I've known but there's challenges that even I go through of, of really understanding so what what is God's plan how do you how do you know what God's plan is for your life and the, and the thing that I've learned through that is that you have to just sit back and understand to be obedient to what he tells you to do. So in Jeremiah 29, 11, and I'm going to bounce around on different scriptures this morning. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So I want you to know this morning that God has already ordained a plan for you. He already has your map completely written, completely drawn. You have to be obedient to what God has in store for your life. So just as Brother Matt shared, reading the Bible is part of that plan. Knowing what God says to do in each and every day of your life and every situation that comes up in your life, you have to know what God is saying through his word. Some people say, as you probably have heard before, I, I know I've said it before uh, in, my, in my lifetime, that God hasn't spoken to me recently. God hasn't shared anything with me. And then I realize it's because I'm not reading my Bible. That's how he speaks to us. He, I mean, he speaks to us in other ways, too, through circumstances, through just life that we live. But everything, everything that we need to know is right here. It's, it's just that so it's a lot he says a lot there's a lot of things that we learn from and that we have to apply to our lives but God has an answer for everything that goes on in our life so just knowing that he has that plan and then how do we access that plan how do we know what that next step is I know personally it's a challenge even today, it's a challenge to know, okay, each and every day when I wake up and put my feet on the floor, what is God's plan for my life? Thankfully, through a relationship with God, I feel like I know what his plan is, but I also have realized through my life 
but there are some days you wake up and some circumstances that you go through and you realize, God, he's changing courses. He's opening up doors that I didn't know that he was ever going to open up. He's closing doors I didn't realize that he would ever close. I never thought that I would be living in Beaver, Texas. Who picks up a map and puts their finger on Beaver, Texas? Not to, not to knock Beaver, Texas, but it's not, it's not a destination city. It's not somewhere that you grow up knowing about. I thought I was going to be in South Georgia, living with my family, around my family. Never knew I was going to be 15 hours away from the closest person that I called family. But God opened the door, I walked through it, and nine years later, I'm still here. In nine more years, I may still be here. After today, I may not be here. Who knows? Brother Matt may call my, my boss and say, hey, this guy's crazy. You need to get him out of here. But, God, but just being obedient to what God has planned for you is very crucial in understanding what God wants you to do with your life. Another area that I'd like to challenge you on this morning, and, and to me this is just a, a huge area that we all can be a part of, and that is serving. In this new year, evaluate your life on how you're serving. Everybody has a place in ministry. Everybody. Oswald Chambers says, We tend to set up success in Christian work as our purpose, but our purpose should be be to display the glory of God in human life, to live a life hidden with Christ in God in our everyday human condition. And I interpret that quote even to speak to me that I can hide and I can think what I'm doing at Stitch Ministries is my service. And it is. It's just, but it's just part of it. It also pays my bills. And that's obviously the priority. But serving God, it goes much beyond that. It goes beyond what we do every moment of every day through church life through what the church is doing to serve but also what are we doing personally with people that are coming in contact with us each and every day Matthew 25 35 it's going to take me just a few minutes to get to these different verses I've got them marked but I want to make sure Matthew 25 35 says for I was hungry and gave you and gave me food and you gave me food I was thirsty and you gave me drink I was a stranger and you took me in I was naked and you clothed me I was sick and you visited me I was in prison and you came to me those those things sound familiar I'm sure each and every one of us have done that for someone at some point but serving sometimes can be, and I've learned this in ministry, I've, I've served on staff at churches uh, before coming to Texas, and I've, I've seen it from that perspective. I've also seen it from my dad being a pastor's perspective, and I've also just seen it as a normal adult perspective, is that sometimes we can sit back and think that we're serving, but we're really not. We think that we're being a part of what's going on, but we're really not. Just knowing what's going on is not serving. Just sitting in the pews today is not serving. But you're being obedient by being here to worship and to be a part of the fellowship of of believers. But are you truly serving in ministry? I think some of the 
the, the answers that I have for that and what I glean from scripture and just from experiences is that we have to get over ourselves to be able to serve adequately in life. We have to, to think beyond ourselves, get out of our own skin to be able to serve adequately. Because we, we let ourselves, we let our, our, our wants and our desires sometimes affect how we minister to others. We, we think, well, I wanna, I'm tired, so I want to take a nap. But then you see a need across the street, and you say, well, I've got this to do, so therefore that can wait. Somebody else will do it. But I, I know this is probably something that happens here from time to time. We allow other people to do what we know we're called to do or what we know we have the experience to do because they've been doing it forever. They've been doing it a long time. And those are hard things to overcome sometimes, but we all are gifted in, in unique ways to be able to to serve. And, and, and service can be in so many different ways. It's through our time, our talents, and our treasures. We can give so much. Giving is much more than money. It's very important. The giving of our time is, is very crucial. You know, the, the old saying goes that you can learn a lot about somebody by where they spend their time and how they spend their time. I encourage you to, to evaluate that part of your life. What what are you doing this afternoon? What are you doing this week in this brand new 2022 year to honor and glorify God in all that you do? If you can't think of anything, then that means that you need to get plugged in somewhere. And obviously the church is the best way and the best place to plug in to some type of service and ministry. Uh, just looking at your bulletin, y'all are very involved. Y'all are doing a lot of great things in your community, and that's a great place to start. But it's also at the gas pump. It's also in your neighborhood. It's also at your school. It's also at your workplace. Serving goes on and on and on. And I want to encourage you and challenge you this year to think about what am I doing to serve and then what can I do for others to serve in those ways as well. This next thing I want to talk to you about or to share with you is, is something you've heard about all your life. If, you, if you've been in church for one day versus all your life, you've heard this at least once. I think this is really the ultimate thing that we can do to, to find our purpose and to find out what our purpose is and to know our purpose for sure. And it's very simple. It's to share the gospel. That's really where it all begins. What did Christ come to earth to do? I mean, it's to share the gospel, to, to share the good news, to die on the cross for our sins. So think about, think about where you've been and think about where you're going, and, and are we doing that? Are we truly fulfilling the purpose that God created us for? And I'm convicted by that, big time, because I sometimes hide in, in the ministry bubble that I'm in. Well, I work for Sticks Ministries, and, I, and, and great I do. And we do a lot of great things, and people come to Christ because of the ministry. But what is Kyle doing? What, when's the last time I've talked to someone about Christ? 
Yeah, I may do that through a lot of other things, but when's the last time that I actually sat next to someone or went up to someone that God convicted me about and said, hey, I got something I want to share with you. That's our purpose. Our purpose is to share the gospel. So are we doing that? Matthew 28, 18. We all know that scripture, probably my memory. But we may not. 18 says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Very, very clear what our purpose is. Share the gospel. Speak truth into those that we love and even those that we don't want to love. It's very easy to hide. It's very easy to, to be in our, our comfort zone of our own homes or our own workplace, out doing something that we enjoy. But how many times have we been with people that we know that are not Christian? You can tell by the fruit of what they're bearing. But we still choose to say, well, I'm, I'll wait till next time. I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll wait till the next time we go hunting or the next time we go wherever we're going. How many times have we actually been convicted to do something and we think about it a couple of days later realizing, man, that was an opportunity that I missed. And then you have to hope, well, hope someone else gets to them. Or I, or I hope I, I, I see that person again. We need to share the good news. If, 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 if everything else I'll say today doesn't go anywhere but here, that's what I want you to, to leave with today is to share the good news, share the gospel with those that you love and even the ones that you don't. This last thing I want to talk to you about this morning, 1 Corinthians 10.31. 1 Corinthians 10.31. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So as you look at your purpose, as you look at what God has created you to do, you are to do it for God's glory and then give him the glory. We don't do anything for ourselves, or we shouldn't. We shouldn't give ourselves credit for the things that God has given us the abundance of having. Being selfless is a key to giving God the glory. And, and in John 3.30, it says, He must increase, therefore I must decrease. We have to make sure that, that as we see God working in the lives of others, as we see him working in our lives, that we give him the glory for all that God has given us. At Stitch Ministry, that's one of our core values, is giving God the glory. We've been blessed. We see what God's doing. We, we, the resources come in. People are out doing things. You know, for example, y'all are going to the DR. Just the ministry that happens is just a result of that, and the ministry that happens on our campuses and counseling. We know, and we want to make sure that we continue to know and understand that it's not because of us. It's, it's God that does all of this. He just uses us 
to minister to those and to share the good news with, with those that need to hear and making sure that he is given the glory for all that God, that he has done and all that, that we see. We, we can get caught up in numbers. We can get caught up in statistics and knowing that, okay, we've got to reach this goal and we've got to, to reach this many people or to serve this many people. And those are good things to do. We want to have goals. We want to have challenges that, that we can overcome and that we can um, reach as many people as we want. But we've all heard this as well before in your life, I'm sure, at least once. But it only takes one. If we can just get one person to come to Christ, then whatever the money is or whatever the time it took to get there is worth it just for one soul. So again, as you evaluate your life in the past and look at the future, what is your purpose? not easy to find out sometimes but but just know that it's simple and that you should serve that you should share the gospel but you've also got to know what his plan is you've got to you've got to read God's word to know and to for him to speak through his word to understand what your role is and what your ministry is going to be and which will further define your purpose and then when those things do happen when when you do go out and share the gospel or when you go out and you do serve in whatever capacity, and that just giving him the glory for it. Making sure that you don't think, oh, I did that. No, God did that. God just used me to get to that point in life or to, to reach that person for Christ or to provide that resource for that person or just simply doing a simple deed to help someone that's in need. Serving God can be complicated, but as long as we make it that way, Really serving God and, and, and having our purpose in God is very simple because he created us in his image and he teaches us everything in the Bible that says this is what you're supposed to do. And I'm, and I'm really simplifying this. I'm not, you know, I don't have um, the credentials and all the, 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 the down deep stuff about the Bible. It's, I, I keep things simple for me to make sure that I understand. But God did not make things difficult. We make things difficult. So just keeping him at the forefront of our lives and keeping a relationship with him daily, not just a couple times a week, not just a couple times a month, but daily relationship makes everything clearer, makes everything understandable. And it just, when, when you have a relationship and you actually have that peace of understanding things make sense things seem to fall in place yes there's going to be challenges there's going to be things that happen in life that we have to overcome life is not easy but knowing your purpose and then knowing where you're going with that purpose and knowing how you can be equipped to do what God's called you to do then that's when you're going to have that peace of understanding of, of knowing and understanding how God is using you while you're here I want to, um, to challenge you again to, to think about how God's going to use you this year. I think Brother, Brother Matt has challenged you all and challenged me as well to, to read through the Bible this year. I think that's a great challenge to have. And I think that um, 
that God is going to do some great things. We, we live in some uncertain times. We, we, there are some crazy things going on in our country and around, around us all the time. And so it's, it's very easy to lose sight of what God's doing because you, get, you can get clouded with other things. But we need to have that relationship is going to keep us in line and keep us in check with knowing what he wants us to do in our lives. And we can be a, contrib- a contributor to what everybody else is doing in their life. And we can change one life at a time through God's word. So let's pray together. And I hope that's challenged you this morning as you look at your purpose and define your purpose this morning. Father, we love you and thank you for today. We thank you for all that you've done in our lives. And I, and I pray that you'll use the simple message this morning of just knowing what our purpose is and the challenge that we need to put on ourselves to defi- to know what our purpose is and to, to serve and to share the gospel, that you will continue to use us in a mighty way and that you continue to, to, to make it a very clear and simple path and message to each of us to be able to to serve and to be a vessel that you would have us to be to reach others for Christ. In your name we pray.